Welcome to Growing Hope Conversations. Growing Hope is a charity providing free therapy for children and young people with additional needs in partnership with local churches across the UK. We aim to grow hope for children through the provision of free therapy clinics, hope for families through groups for parents, carers and siblings to connect and talk about their experiences, and hope in Jesus through the opportunity to pray and be supported to access church if this is something families would like to do. This podcast is a series of conversations with individuals who have experience of additional needs and disability. Whether you share their experience or are here to learn, welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to Growing Hope Conversations. My name's Naomi and I am the founder and CEO of Growing Hope. I'm also a children's occupational therapist, so I look at all the things children do every day, whether that's washing, dressing, eating, playing, writing, see if I find anything difficult and how I can help make it easier. And I'm joined by our co-host for this uh, season, Mark Arnold. Mark, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Thanks, Naomi. Hi, everyone. Uh, so I'm Mark Arnold. I'm the Additional Needs Ministry Director at Urban Saints. I'm the co-founder of the Additional Needs Alliance, and I write as the Additional Needs Blog Father. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mark. And today's topic is all about disability and schooling. And is there anything that particularly stands out to you about today's topic, Mark? Yeah, this, this topic really interests me. Um, in a number of ways, both for the the work I do uh, involving children and young people, where we know that one in five have a disability or additional need of some kind, so mm-hmm. somewhere around two and a half million across the UK as a whole, but also as a dad to a disabled son who's still in the school system. So uh, this is you know quite personal to me and my family too, and I'm really eager to hear what our guest today has to share with us about that. And uh, as he's a good friend and I know a little of his work, I know it's going to be really, really helpful for our listeners as well and, and just be so informing and equipping uh, for us all. So yeah, how about you, Naomi? Uh, what stands out for you from this topic today? Yeah, I think for me, working with Growing Hope, and I often I see so many families who have children who are school age. And I think as as probably all three of us are quite aware, there are so many needs that children present with that often aren't necessarily met fully within their school setting or that require a bit more support and one of the things that I love doing through Growing Hope is going and providing training to schools and to teachers and getting to talk about okay what does it look like to have additional needs in a school environment how can Mm. we equip teachers and staff to be able to support the children and people in their classrooms to enable them to you know reach their potential and to to get the most out of how they're engaging in school but um yeah I'm also very very excited to hear what John has to say so today we're joined by John Williams who is a school chaplain for the Church of England in Wigan John do you want to tell us a bit more about yourself and what disability in schooling means to you yes that's a great answer. thanks Naomi yeah um, and Mark it's always good to have it's always good to chat with, with you both um <laughs> yeah so yeah, so I've been, uh, I'm John, I'm married to a lady, beautiful, best say, best say she's beautiful, get, get herself in trouble, a lady called Stacey, I've got two beautiful children, Samuel and Esther, and yeah, I have I was born, it's a bit about me, I was born at eight weeks premature with cerebral palsy, um, my mum was told from birth I wouldn't walk and talk, um, and put in a wheelchair, so 
have had to overcome a lot, a lot of obstacles. Took the first steps to five and a half. Started speaking from the age of six. I think if you ask Mark, he, he, I think he'd agree. I can't, I, he can't you, you can't shut me up now. But that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's Excellent. <true>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so it's been an interesting journey. My mum ensured that she didn't believe what the doctor said. My mum, mum, had become, just become a Christian before I, kept, I was born. So she yeah. believed God had a different plan and a purpose for me. Um, I went through mainstream education, went through a normal uh, primary school, and I went through to an all high school in Manchester. And with and with that, I was the only kid in the school who recognised disability. Wow! And with that came bullying, physical, verbal. Uh, I got a few beatings for being disabled. Um, and yeah, it was a tough environment. I wish I say, I wish I could say I had a Superman t-shirt underneath the uniform yeah. sadly it wasn't like that um mm. went on crying most nights um one thing i had what i thought i did have was me um academics was in the top sets for everything mm. um, when i was about 14 I, I sadly got run over hit by a car and that really affected my capability to uh, just be academic then so i failed on the gcses and it, it was a tough, it was a, it was, but it was very very tough. Also, I've got all up to that point. So, yeah, I remember my mum bringing me to church all my life, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I went because she she forced me to. But when I got to sixteen, I, I had that real moment. And some people say, well, they, mm. if they do have faith, they say they, 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 it's been something magical or something mystical about it. It wasn't. It was just me looking up, and going, mate, if you're real, I'm sick and tired of this life. What people say. Um, that I've been given the the, the, the the cards I've been dealt, yeah. and, and I read and the Bible is the verse in the Bible called uh, from Jeremiah. And it says, "For all the plans to have you declares love, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope mm-hmm. and a future." And that's kind of always stayed with me. That yeah. it, 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 if there's a plan, what is it? Um, so uh, I'll quickly fast forward. Um, I've obviously I wanted to be originally be in the RAF, come do that, become a chef wasn't very um, PC to be a chef in when I was growing up. Um, mm. So I ended up working in wholesale where I spent 16 years working up to be a manager in wholesale. A young, young, young family, not to, doing too many hours. So I shifted from that to work for a charity called the Message Trust, which is a youth organisation that does stuff across the country and the world that does a lot of stuff with Mark and his organisation. And, 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 and Naomi, when she was with New Wine as well, yeah. Um, so it, 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 was a great, it was a great charity where I was able to um, set up a ministry to help people see and unseen disabilities, doing schools work and church engagement. And that's where I got to meet the brilliant both Naomi and Mark. And it's just great to see what, what goes on, the passion people have for supporting families, young young people, adults with, mm-hmm. with all ranges of disabilities. And uh, so, yeah, and I really, I really enjoyed it. But I remember one thing I hated was going into a school, doing a lesson, knowing that I might have an impact for an hour, but going away and not seeing, not being able to follow that impact up yeah. and not, not knowing that someone else would be. So an opportunity came in lockdown to work for the Church of England, being a full-time school, a school, a school chaplain in a high school. So that's what, that's what I'm doing now. And mm. it's amazing. So yes, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wonderful, and and just just thinking of that that you know what you just shared with us, your story you shared with us, and how 
you know the uh, the, the 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 wonderful way that um, you know from a, a tough school time. Uh, you know, and, and school, like you say, you came home crying most nights and, you know, the, the terrible time you had there to now find yourself you know, working in a school. Uh, it's, it's quite a turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I see it as a real privilege to be able to come into the school and um, the school I work in is a non-faith-based school. So it's a partnership with the Church of England and this school. And um, it's, 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 it's been brilliant. Um, and this this school I'm working at is got one of the highest cases of kids care in in care and have and plans EH plans and the kind of plans and and SEM it's got a massive arm to it so mm. it's quite a broad range school from different family backgrounds and I'm seeing over about hundred pupils now um, in, in school on a on a regular basis and yeah it's everything from families or they themselves either having ADHD, autism, suffering from poor mental health and many other sad, sad scenarios in the whole, in, in, at, at, at home or with friends and family really. Yeah. Mm, that's and, brilliant. Yeah, that's so on point, um, John, for some of the things we've been talking about kind of throughout this podcast is about actually how additional needs and um, disability is so wide ranging you know it could be a physical need a learning need a mental health need something undiagnosed but there are so many kind of things which can impact on people's ability to to engage and to be able to join in so yeah that's really on point thanks that's okay. yeah. I mean John you, you've already um, shared a, a powerful story with us uh, but if and I know you love a story, uh, and I know you've got loads of stories up your sleeve. Uh, and you know, if if there was a a story that you could share, you know, maybe maybe about something uh, in your current role, uh, a journey of a, a a young disabled person that's uh, you know perhaps a bit like you were when when you were fourteen, and you know when you were just talking about it just then. Um, yeah, it, it, share a story with us about uh, you know disability in school today. Yeah, so I'll, I'll try and. I'll try and share one or two, so it gives you two different kind of backgrounds where it's mm, coming from. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I've, I'm working with a, a year seven pupil who is who, who presents autistic. If if he used to have a have a have a have a, have a, have a chart where he had all the boxes, this people ticked all the boxes. Um, mm. Even when I first met this pupil, and very naive, very innocent. Mm. And it kind of like went, oh my word, you know, because you know the world that we live in is at times it's not a nice place to live yeah. um, with people around it. And you, you, my heart went out to this pupil, and, and obviously, this pupil's trying to work out who who am I, why am I feeling like this, and mm. what, and very anxious in school, very anxious at home, loves dogs, loves fish, loves loves and. It, tons of fidget toys and yeah. I've been trying to work with her, her this, 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 this girl and her family mm. and yeah. Yeah. just trying to talk to the parents just trying to say do you understand do, 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 you, do you feel like your daughter's got a, 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 a condition that you, you they're like yeah we see something that's different in her, but we don't know what it is so we're trying mm. to talk them through the process of getting a daughter tested um, no. just trying to help them to understand that it's not it's not it's it's not about having a label on your daughter it's about having mm. knowing what's what's happening what makes her tick what, what aggravates her what 
what what things could help her calm what things yeah. could help calm her down and it's just been that ongoing conversation with the parents it's been fantastic um, uh, it's, it's really but, powerful isn't it because it's it's so important to 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 sort of get that clarity that understanding uh of uh, you know what's what's going on there and and it just unlocks uh, so many more possibilities then when when you know exactly what route you're going down doesn't it absolutely and even with a pupil um very very aware what want to know what day and what what uh, try to get it to the hour where she thought we knew i was going to knock on the class door and say come on off off, off we go and yeah. mm. i could sit i could sit there for a full hour and not say anything and she'd just go off into her own little world and it's been nice seeing it develop from a shy, very reserved pupil into someone who can sit sit in a class, uh, not forget, not get as anxious, not get as freaked mm. out, and Amazing. know that any time she could. We, we, in, in the school, we have a thing called timeout cards, and mm-hmm. people feel like they're, they're on edge or they're not feeling it. They can give just take it out of the pocket, show the teacher without saying anything. The teacher will just let them go out. Um, so she was using that quite a lot but now it's becoming a bit more less and um, at christmas bless her dead nerves have got got her pastoral assistant to come to come with her to give me a nice little christmas present saying thanks mm-hmm. for all, everything you've done my mum really appreciates everything as well thank you dead nerves went off so it looked like i had a little lump in my throat thought how cute that was you know mm. that you made that kind of little impact from, from mm. that and and so there's a lot of still a lot of stuff going on and trying to support them, trying to get them through the processes. So yeah, that's from a from, that's, that's from that one angle. And then one is from a mental health perspective, and and we both all three of us know the issues, the impact school has and lockdown has had on young people's mental health. I mean, huge, yeah. It, some, I mean, what's really sad is some of the stats, like the Children's Society, come out with seventy five percent of young teen teenagers and getting the help and support that they need because mm. the backlog is horrific. Yeah. Um, and it's and it breaks my heart knowing that I'm talking to people and knowing that like, CAMS is just um just just, just 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 jammed up with need. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I'm, I'm so I've I, I get a lot of these young people and there's and I've been working with one one young person um, and it's what it's been it's been a real privilege to see where they were to to where they are now mm. um just very you know um when i first that when i first met this pupil back in september october about october time they were self-harming on a regular basis that um they were they were having thoughts of suicide oh. and even contemplating how to do it yeah. um and the sad bit was the the system, obviously the the, the, the professional services um, just didn't have the facility to the, the manpower to help. Yeah. Um, and 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 what and it was just and, and they felt at ease talking to me. So all I've been doing is helping, get alongside, supporting, and it just seeing just seeing this pupil develop over this year, mm. and it's I. I, I always say to these pupils, I've got no magic dust, I've got no uh, magic mm-hmm. wand. Mm-hmm. All, all, all I try and do is listen, be non-judgmental, and just yeah. try and support them. And the question I always get asked in school is, chaplain, what does that mean? What does chaplaincy mean? And 
I think, well, you, 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 you Google to find out. I'm still trying to work it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Brilliant. in essence, I just look at it as look, um, looking after the past, uh, looking after the mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being yeah. of pupils, staff, and families. Mm. And so, so, when it's, when it's, so as, as they, and all I do is just try and give these guys, try and give these guys options. Never try and tell them what to do. And yeah, I'm just trying to see and just see that see see this pupil self harming less and less and less. Mm. It's it's been it's been brilliant, you know, seeing the, the mm. smile on the faces, you know, seeing that there is hope at the end of the tunnel. Because um, that's what I I asked a question by a vicar a few weeks ago. Why do you think people don't come to faith? And I was like, that's the wrong question. I think the first question is how do we give these people hope? Yeah. When there's yeah. a lot of it, it's hopelessness. They don't see a way out, mm. and and as I see more and more of these young people, and like this, like this, like this, like this pupil, it's heartbreaking. But you just try and pump encouragement, and love, and support into them. Oh, just so many brilliant stories. I think uh, you've touched on so many different bits there. I think, um, for us as growing hope, like we, you know, we exist because we want people to know hope for children hope for families hope in jesus but we particularly want them to yeah know that there is hope in when things are difficult and also just really recognizing just some of the things you said there john about actually where you know diagnoses go unnoticed or where waiting lists are are so long or services are so stretched that children can't get the therapy they need that's why Mm. we exist as a charity to try and enable that um you know in partnership with local churches across the UK enable those free therapy services I was interested by your story um, about that girl because that's something that I actually see quite a lot of in my experience as an occupational therapist I often see particularly girls actually with autism who have kind of made it through primary school who are probably mm. reasonably bright who've been in a safe environment and actually no one's really picked up on their additional needs and then yeah. they get to a secondary school environment where um, it's probably a much bigger school there are a lot more demands they probably have to move around a lot more than than they've been used to and that's a point that actually some needs and particularly autism can can show up and um yeah so it's just interesting to hear you giving an example of that mm. um and what we'd we'd love to hear from you is if there's anything that you would you've particularly learned um either from your your own journey and your you know your own process or all the stuff you've been doing um or yeah anything that you do differently um as a result of the stuff that you've you've learned now yeah when I, when I was in school and college I wished um teachers and and and, and uh, lecturers didn't just look at the disability but looked at the person um, mm. totally yeah because i believe regardless if, if, if someone's disability or ability what whether you're tall short uh, you, you, you might have a bit of weight or you slip whatever that is we've all everyone's got a, a gift and a talent and um, not everyone's going to be a rocket scientist or work for nasa or be, be the next Elon Musk, but they've got the ability and talent to be to be to make a difference in in, in mm. their world for, 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 for someone else. So I'd I'd wish I, I wish I can, I'll give you an example. I know it's got another story, so forgive. Me. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's, there's a guy that I know who's who's got learning difficulties, 
and on the autistic spectrum and he loves accounts yeah he went with he managed Mm -hmm. to get a job finally working for an accounting firm and in the first six months he went through five managers because they didn't know how to work with him they know and they thought he was more of a problem than 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 a help a hindrance Mm. more than a help and the sixth manager did the most important thing i think you should ever do sat sat this guy down and said what can we do to help you yeah yeah and all it was one of these things that he loved doing is watching this bus a bus 32 bus go past this office on yeah. the hour every hour and the bus the boss went what, what what would help you if i could go and sit the, look at the window for, for a minute on the hour every hour i'd, I'd really I'd really appreciate it so yeah. she, she allowed him to do it and over the next six months they realized he's the best accountant in the whole company wow. yeah. because and, and they allowed him to exercise his gift and talent by releasing him um, and un- understanding him. And I think mm. companies like, like Microsoft are great for that. They look at, um, I think a third of their employees are autistic. Yeah. And I think they just look at the talent and look at the, look that to, to take down barriers. So I think we've got to look at people not as a, a, a label or a title, mm. but look at as an individual and say, what's your dream? What's your, what, what, what would you love to do? And yeah. just empowering that, you know, just really giving them that that hope that they can do something for, for fulfilling with, with with their with their with their lives. Yeah, yeah that's 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 really important. And yeah, and that that hope that you've been talking about, you know, th- throughout uh, our conversation, just just flows through into all areas of of somebody's life, isn't it? It's it's yeah, it's their school life. That's where you're engaging with yeah. them. But it's you know, it's at home. It's in other activities they do. It's when they leave school and go on to yeah. to uni or to work or whatever. It's to is to keep that hope alive, isn't it? That's so important. Yeah. I mean, John, I know uh, there are going to be lots of people that are that are listening to this, um, you know, with with all kinds of, of different uh, reasons for for connecting in. Maybe there'll be family members uh, of um, young people who are at school now and are facing some of the same sorts of challenges that uh, that you faced when when you were at school and that children and young people are facing today. Maybe there'll be people that are connecting in uh to to learn how to make a difference you know what they're, they're thinking a bit about this area and wanting to to know how they can uh engage and, and help to bring that hope that you've been been talking about if if you could give um you know three three tips three top pieces of advice to uh, uh to people that are, are really interested in uh, in taking this forward and and uh, you know putting some of what you've been talking about into action what what are the three top things that you would share uh with our listeners with, with this i think whether whatever setting that would be be it church home work school i think first thing is i talk to the people to talk to the parents that i'd say um give give yourself a break mm. it's okay it's okay it's okay not to know the or have, or have all the answers yeah sometimes yeah. parents look at themselves and i've been on and i've talked to parents i've even talked to a church leader who's got um he's got a it's big he's in charge of a big church and his daughter is suffering severely with um with by with bipolar and mm-hmm. and they know how to they know how to build people build church but he doesn't know how to fix his daughter and, mm. she, and it's like trying to support him say it's okay not to know it's okay give yourself yeah. a break 
and don't be and, and that you know st- stereotypically that that yeah. can be a dad response uh you know <laughs> speaking as a dad and i speak yeah. with lots of dads uh you know i, I uh, run this thing called the dad's fire circle and time and time again you, what you hear from dads is um that sense of helplessness because uh that they, they feel their job is to fix things and they can't fix this yeah exactly it's hard it's heartbreak as a parent you want to support your child be the best to give them mm. the best opportunities yeah. but it's, it's not to be embarrassed but asking for support or help so yeah. don't give yourself, give yourself a break the first one would be give yourself a break and if mm. you need to go and ask for support don't be worried about stigmatism or repercussion it doesn't matter you go and get that help go and get that training go mm. and get that support that you might need to to help get a bit more understanding yeah. Um, the, the, the second thing I would say would be just to, whoever you are, if, if, if you're dealing with stuff, it's, it's just to be, it's, and, or you're trying to help someone, it should be a good listener. Just, mm. we're, we're so good at talking and talking, but we're, as people, we're rubbish at listening. Yeah. Um, yes. And yeah. <laughs> I remember a story of the Dalai Lama who, and a chaperone is in New York, and I always remember before, on the other side of the road in New York, it's, it's crazy noise, and he said, I can hear a cricket, and you're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking, oh, oh you're, all right, mate, and this chaperone dip, laughed it off, but when he got to the other, other side of the street, the Dalama pointed to this cricket and went, there you go, and this guy was shocked, wow. because he went, how do, you, how do you hear that? I tuned in, mm. I tuned in and listened, and it's a great, and I think that's such a great, powerful story that we 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 should we just give people a chance to talk, express how they feel, and understand yeah. how they how they how they're doing. Because yeah. um, we're so quick to try and fix people, try to give them mm. a quick remedy. Some people who are suffering different issues, or children, adults, all they want is someone to listen to them, give them give them time to talk, yeah. Uh, yeah. express how they feel. So I'd say, be a good. Just be a just be a good listener, mm. um, mm. and 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 I think that the cl- third one thing is I say is close is to be non-judgmental. Yeah, mm. um, we all get things wrong. No one's perfect, and if anyone is say they're perfect, I think they need to have a word of themselves. Go outside, have a word of themselves. Come <laughs> yeah. back in the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one is perfect, and. I, I, when, I, when I talk to people about the pandemic, the pandemic, the whole lockdown from March last year to now has affected everyone. And nice. I don't care if it's good, bad or indifferent, it's affected everyone. So I've, 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 I think it's just to be not just not, not, to, not to judge yourself, not to judge others, because we don't know what anyone's going through, what they've been through. So and I think if you take them in, if you, if you take them three points very carefully, you'll be able to unpack and support most people on any any on any level yeah. if you give them if you just listen if 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 you're non-judgmental and 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 if you just if you just love on them basically just look I'm just be a big good listener just I'm just love on them and I think yeah. everything else it might things might take time but if that person that individual or even you, you might be listening to yourself it's about something that's affecting you just take even just love on look just love yourself don't yeah. don't don't hate yourself don't 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 think people hate you just trying to look look at i was, I was caught in the mirror test when you look in the mirror what do you see 
and I know God sees beauty, he sees talent, mm. he sees ability, he sees yeah. greatness, and that's not some cheesy whatever. I, I, I believe that. When mm. I went to my mirror at 16, I hated what I saw. I didn't mm. think I, I this, this job had a future or a purpose. I'm mm. 42 now, so I'm not going to mash that's why <laughs> I'm not going to try to do, 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 do the rest. I'll let the other yeah. ones to do that. But many years later, I look in the mirror and I see someone different. I, yeah. I, I see someone who's got worn a few scars, got a few scars, but has come out of it at the other end. And mm. I, I benefited from people listening to me, from yeah. being non judgmental and uh, what do you call it, and just taking the time to love me. And mm. that's why I'm here today, trying to be, and I've got the privilege to do that too with other with other people. That is, it's, it's so powerful, John. And you know those those scars that you do carry, uh, you know, are, are a credit to you. And uh, you know, it, there's an integrity in that, isn't it? You know, when when you're sat with somebody and you're listening to them, and and they're pouring their heart out to you, you know, you you, you can say, yeah, I know. You know, I've been there, and and you've been there, and uh, and you can share those experiences with, uh, with with others, whether it's the the pupils that you're sharing with in school or others, you know, in other contexts. Uh, and it's so important. I think that that listening is is so key, isn't it? And I know that's you know, that's always a challenge for me. I'm I'm usually the one that's gobby and 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 going off on one, and it's so hard to to to, to listen, and it's so hard when there's silence to not. Jump try and in. fill that silence yeah. but actually to wait uh and and in the waiting there, there can be something else then that that person uh shares that uh yeah if you just jumped in uh might have been lost really uh yeah really really good tips for us john thank you super helpful yeah and john is there any um are there any resources or particular things that you find helpful for people to find out more about some of the things that you've been talking about yeah, there's so many different. <laughs> I could be here for like half an hour. So yeah, you, <laughs> briefly. Briefly. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you if you want to talk about them from a mental perspective, you've got great charities like Mind, yeah, that do phenomenal work around mental health and young people. You know that they're the people like the people like them. The Samaritan, the and like the children's society, and others do so many great things, and it's always good to 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 to. to, 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 to I don't know, my views mine quite a lot, and and different uh, different things like autism, learning learn difficulties. I mean, I, I, this is like this is, don't don't worry, guys. Mark Mark's not paying me a tenner to say this. But yeah. <laughs> Mark does Mark does a lot of work in this area, and with 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 Urban Saints and. We've, got, we've both got a mutual. We've both got a mutual friend called Lynn McCann who does phenomenal work in schools and in different areas. And it's it's looking. It's just trying to reach out to. The, it's not you're, you're using Google and finding the first thing and go right. That's helpful because it might not be. It's finding the right one that's going to help you. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and 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 people like Mark and others like Lynn and others and and, and with the stuff that Naomi's doing it's 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 they're they're great signposters themselves you know if they can't do something they'll signpost it because they'll, they'll know someone else and mm. it's just starting with with an organization then seeing from there you get talking to people i think that they're not bothered about if they get if it's, if it's them or someone else they just want to 
help that individual get the be- get 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 the best support. So they'll always signpost yeah. a better person if if, if, if needs be. Uh, that's really helpful. And it's great you mentioned Lynn McCann as well, because she's uh, going to be another guest uh, on this podcast as well. So uh, listeners will be able to hear uh, Lynn's experiences uh, another time, which will be great. So uh, thanks, John, for signposting her. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, John, earlier on, you said uh, you haven't got a magic wand, uh, uh, yeah. but I'm going to give you one. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you a magic wand, and I'm going to say you get one wish uh, of one way that um, you could change society uh, that would uh, make it you know, different or better uh, in, in this area that we've been talking about. Um, you know, if you could wave that magic wand and, and make one thing change, what would that be? That that would be. God, God, I believe things. Uh, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think society's view on, on disability, mm. I, even though it's very aware, people are more aware nowadays. I I still think a lot of people are blinkered to it. Yeah, all you, you got to yeah. do is look at the workplace. Look at I I, I always use that. There, there was that study what they were said where um, twenty like the maps where it said about the census where people live. Twenty five six percent of Wales have got disabilities. Twenty five percent of the people with disabilities are in the northwest. Or twenty five percent in the northeast. And mm. my question is, of where I go is, is that representative in your church, in your workplace? And mm. and if it's not, why not? And I yeah. think I, I would love to see change people to stop looking at the barriers, that looking at the talent, and yeah. looking at the individual of what they could, what they could give to that. In, whether that be be it in a church context, be it in a school, be it in a workplace, it's mm. just just. Give them stop, people stop looking at the problems and start seeing seeing, seeing the opportunity of what of what that person could bring. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's really bringing us back to where you know you, you started us uh, off on uh, on this uh, podcast by you know, looking at the individual and not the disability, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've, really I've had tons. I've had tons. I mean, my my biggest frustration is when I, I think I was at one I was at one uh, festival where, where me. Uh, one conference where it's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? But talking about actually being around people, it was, it was like, two, yeah. like two, a, year, a year and a half ago now. Remember yeah. those days, yeah. Yeah, and we're sort of working and we were on behalf of um, an organization called Churches for All. And mm. so we're just at this venue, and the amount of people who came across looked to the information, and, and it, was just a, it was just that, yeah, we're okay, I've built the flat, it's fine. Wow. yeah it's like oh my it's it's that understanding it's really let's forget let's forget our, our mindset to what we think there is let's put our our agendas down let's look at the individual mm. yeah yeah Amen. absolutely well well john i'm supposed to be summing up but i think you know <laughs> that was a brilliant sum up uh, let's <laughs> let's look at the individual and really uh, yeah choose to um see the person and and see them first and yeah, and I, I really loved your your top three tips. I think they're things that we can all come back to, to being able to give people a break and time and space and to be able to really listen well to what people 
are saying and what their experience is and really just love and to to love people and for who they are and who they've been created to be um it's been absolutely brilliant having you john you have mm. so many fantastic stories and um yeah really inspiring so thank you so much and yeah. we look well forward to yeah thank you we look forward to um joining anyone who's listening for more of our growing hope conversations thank you thank you for joining growing hope conversations Find out more at growinghope.org.uk.